0: This is a rapid response for the Los Angeles Fire Department building explosion that sent 11 firefighters to the hospital. So what happened? The Los Angeles Fire Department firefighters responded to a reported building fire in the little Tokyo section of downtown Los Angeles on Saturday, May 16th at about 6.30 p.m. The first arriving, firefighters found a large one-story commercial building with smoke showing. As the crew from Engine Company 9 made the push inside and onto the roof, the officer ordered an evacuation, and conditions quickly deteriorated. As firefighters attempted to reach safe positions, there was a sudden eruption of smoke and fire, generally consistent with a smoke explosion or a flashover. LAFD Captain Eric Scott described the explosion as, very high, very wide, and rumbling the entire area. Of course, further investigation will tell the true origins of the explosion. The fire was adjacent to or in a building with a tenant called Smoke Tokes Warehouse Distributors, a supplier for businesses that make butane honey oil. Firefighters found small butane canisters inside and outside the building. Multiple LAFD firefighters were injured while trying to escape the blast, and multiple fire apparatus were damaged as well. So, of course, we know this is significant, but let's talk about that. LAFD Fire Chief uh, Ralph Brazos reported that a mayday was called over the radio, with multiple firefighters exiting the roof with their, quote, turnout coats on fire. Eleven firefighters were transported to the Los Angeles County and USC Medical Center with varying degrees of injuries. As of the time this recording was made, four firefighters were in the intensive care burn unit and two were on ventilators for swelling in their airways and the others suffered various burns from minor to very serious, mostly to the upper body. Fortunately, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti announced that the 11 firefighters would survive and Dr. Mark Eckstein, the LAFD medical director, confirmed that all firefighters were in stable condition. So what are some key takeaways? The incident is still under investigation, clearly, but we can identify a few early takeaways from this event. First, the first-in-company officer noticed something was wrong and ordered an evacuation. That action likely saved firefighters' lives. Understanding the signs and symptoms of environmental change is like the need to notice signs and symptoms of a stroke or a heart attack. If you don't act on the conditions, the situation is only going to get worse. Always expect the unexpected. Next, rapid intervention teams or RITs are an integral part of any incident commander's toolbox. Part of surviving the unexpected is being prepared to respond to the unexpected in a coordinated fashion. Answering chaos with a chaotic response is almost never effective nor successful. Third, everybody on the job needs to practice calling, answering, and responding to the phrase none of us want to hear. Mayday, mayday, mayday. It's hard enough to manage the expectations, adrenaline, and emotion of one firefighter down, but 11? Incident commanders always need to focus on big picture management, but need to be prepared to ensure there is laser focus on the mayday. And finally, for now, many departments use a checklist approach to keep the incident commander on track. Whether you're using an electronic mobile data solution, a dry erase board, or a piece of paper, a command chart, having and practicing the Mayday procedure is a must do for all fire departments. Let's dive into that final point there in a little bit greater detail. Practicing Mayday events. I've always been a fan of paper and dry erase uh, charts, frankly. The back of our command chart has a 22 box Mayday checklist and simple guidance that provides the instantaneous scripted language to give the IC that laser focus needed to get the job done. Both those images are included in the web link. Clearly, successfully managing a Mayday is not just about charts and checkboxes. The organizational culture needs to not only embrace the RIT and Mayday process, but also support a culture of awareness. That past device sounding, how long does it take a division or group supervisor or anyone for that matter to respond to the sound with some urgency? Your culture should support all of the concepts of personnel accountability reports or PARs and you should teach instant awareness of past devices, unusual radio, language or sounds or signs and symptoms of the scene sickness. Ask these questions. Does your organization have a formal mayday procedure? Have you practiced both the firefighter survival skills necessary to rescue yourself and others and the incident command functions of managing the Mayday? Does your department culture embrace the concepts of par checks, writ, two-in, two-out, and Mayday? Sadly, I see many departments still twisting, saving our own programs as weaknesses rather than strengths. What's next Clearly, there's a lot more to review, learn, and and we can refresh ourselves here. Amidst the overwhelming era of COVID-19, this LAFD experience and three other Mayday type situations that I've monitored in the past week are reminders that the life-threatening dangers of firefighting continue to occur daily. We should always be using incidents like the LAFD Mayday as an opportunity to review, learn, and refresh our commitments to firefighter safety and survival. This is Mark Bashour. that's the way I see it. I'd like to see your view in the comments below or you can reach me at m-b-a-s-h-o-o-r at lexapole.com, on Twitter at Chief Bashour, through Facebook or my personal email, chiefbashour at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us today. Keep your distance, keep your cover, keep safe and stay smart. See you next time on Fire Rescue 1's Chiefs 4.